0: Everyone, welcome to episode fifty-one of Tuesdays with Perry. Uh, today, obviously, we're going to be discussing uh, Trump's fourth indictment and the early release of the indictment eight hours before the grand jury had closed its deliberation. We're also going to talk a little bit about um, his governor, his governor Ron DeSantis of Florida that was dogged by protesters at Iowa State Fair. And his numbers on the in the polls, Ron DeSantis' numbers aren't doing that well. We're also gonna talk about the Maui fire. Land speculators move in after deadly Hawaii fires. They talk a lot in this article about looters, but it's land speculators that we're gonna to have to worry about. And actually the governor, of Hawaii has said that the government is going to take over all the land. I don't know what that means. And then uh, there's a little bit. Uh, there's a story about Ohio's education bill that Harry wants to talk about. So it's about school vouchers that passed at the end of June. And also, conservatives are already sounding alarms over prospect of short-term spending bill. So let's get Perry on the line and, and talk about uh, some of these topics in the news today. Most particularly the Trump indictment. Hello. Hey, Perry, uh, welcome again to the podcast. This is episode 51 of Tuesdays with Perry. Um, we're going to talk about a couple things today, including Trump's indictment, the early release of the indictment, and um, your, your Governor Rod
1: DeSantis.
0: <laughs> what are we, in a spaghetti Western?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Un- unfortunately... Well, I, fortunately, it, it is a Clint Eastwood, uh, uh, title, so I'm okay with it. Okay. But I, I I'm just going to be, give full disclosure to your audience. I'm on the road on business and I'm actually in a, what's supposed to be a quiet room in the hotel I'm staying at. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry about that folks no it's it's <laughs>
0: it's always when I when I talk to you when we do the pre-call it's always nice and quiet and as soon as I get you on the line it's uh, a party ensues um
1: I want to yeah. talk well, to you well Rudy why do you think I don't go into casino <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I want to talk about Trump I want to talk about DeSantis in Iowa I want to talk about the Maui fires. Also, we didn't talk about this in the pre-call, but uh, conservatives already sounding alarms over a prospect of short-term spending bill. We did talk about spending, uh, specifically Ohio's latest uh, bill that gave a lot of money to school vouchers. and But the whole state is dealing with a Republican supermajority, so we run, wonder why it took so long and that uh, Ohio has a Republican supermajority and it took him forever to get certain things passed. So we'll talk about the budget, the coming federal budget, short-term budget as well. So let's start with Trump though. Um, Fourth indictment, you think it's gonna boost his numbers? And did you hear about uh, the county clerk released uh, the indictment on its website Eight hours before the grand jury closed its <laughs> deliberation. So, um, this is obviously, they say already it's going to be fodder for Trump's legal team, but uh, probably his campaign is going to get a boost.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I think if, and of course, we are talking about the lame brain media. So, uh, if this substore gets enough coverage tonight and hopefully tomorrow um this is definitely going to boost these numbers by how much i don't know but one thing for sure <laughs> <laughs> clerk county clerk of courts releases an indictment that supposedly hasn't been issued yet eight hours before the actual indictment is issued and the <laughs> <laughs> Talk about kangaroo courts. You can't get any better than that.
0: Yeah, I think they were chopping at the bits <laughs> so hard that they uh, uh, they came a little early.
1: Um, well, think oh, of it, you know, just, just from the perspective, how does an indictment that supposedly hasn't happened yet happen six to eight hours before the indictment is issued? Right. And it's word for word right. of what it was supposed to be.
0: Right. And they were asked, and the funny thing is they were um, – The head prosecutor was asked about this during a a news briefing, a press conference, and she goes, I don't know anything about how the county clerk works, so I couldn't really comment on that. And, you know, it's like, uh, it's the exact same indictment, Uh, but they didn't have any answers, of course, there. Of of course not. No, of course not. Of course not. So, (laughs) enough about Trump. But he did outshine your governor in Iowa. They were chanting at Ron DeSantis, "We want Trump, we want Trump." And um, uh, he his his poll numbers keep falling. Um, do you why? <laughs> do you want to comment on your governor? I mean, I don't know. It looks like Vivek's got all the energy now, and he's kind of I guess sucked it out of Ron DeSantis.
1: I, I honestly, I don't think he. Sucked it out of Ronnie. I think Ronnie handed it to him. Yeah, right. Um, I, you know, I've been saying this all along uh, that um, I don't expect DeSantis to get the nomination. I expect him to be on the ticket. And um, he seems to continue to be stepping in in cow dung. And, um, you know, Vivek is doing everything right. And um, look, there's a lot about him that I love. I just don't think he's he's ready for such a position, mm-hmm. including VP. Yeah. I, I personally want to see him. He could be Secretary of the Treasury. He could be Secretary of Commerce and, and then get get his education in, in the inner workings and machinations of federal government and then maybe be on the ticket with Ronnie in eight years.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe. So Anyway.
0: We'll yeah. see, we'll see we'll see what happens we'll uh, certainly see what happens you're still hoping that DeSantis is gonna gonna get on a Trump ticket I don't know if that's if that's gonna happen we know it's not gonna be Chris Christie <laughs> and um,
1: <laughs> the stage is not big enough for both of them <laughs> right um,
0: so maybe Vivek you know Trump Trump might surprise you or he might uh, go out on a limb and get Christie Nome or even um, Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, Would be also be a good pick. Um, Who knows? Uh, Tulsi would
1: be a very interesting pick.
0: Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people don't trust her. You know, she wasn't a Democrat that long ago.
1: Well, Um, she was, in my opinion. Well, my my problems with Tulsi are not that she isn't a she is a rock rib patriot. She loves this country. My concern is she's a little bit too much of a bleeding heart, but then again, she does come from Hawaii. So that's my concern with her. I don't think she would ever lie. I really don't. I think she took, she took her oath of both, uh, the office of officer of, uh, I think he, she was in the Air Force, um, as an off, as an officer of the United States Air Force and then later as a, a um, office holder in the United States House of Representatives. She, you know, my, my better half just chimed in. She's still in the reserves. Yeah. So, um, she is kind of like Ed Koch was for me. She is today in today's world. She's probably the only Democrat I would ever give a chance of voting for.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's leave it there.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see if Ron DeSantis ends up on the ticket. Uh, we're going to hold you to that when that uh, Indeed comes down next Oh, I'm not
1: budging. I'm not <laughs> budging, brother. I'm not budging. We'll see. We'll see. You
0: got five or six months, I guess. So That's right. So let's move on to Maui. Uh, the Internet is screaming that this was arson and that... Uh, it hasn't in, been a few days already since the carnage and land speculators move in after deadly Hawaii fires. Um, who knows? I mean, people are talking about that it could have been started by um, electrical lines. We know the winds were very strong and it was very arid. Uh, some say drought conditions. So um, what's you have any take on this? It's It's a big news story and it was quite devastating, the carnage. Um, But people are thinking that they'd burned it down on purpose so it would make way for rich uh,
1: preppers. Well, what's hotter, a flame or lava? (laughs) Right. Okay. Now, how many times in our lifetime has lava flowed down to the sea in Hawaii? Have we ever seen destructive fires like that and and keep in mind when that volcano blows just like the song that jimmy buffett writes wrote when that volcano blows it doesn't fart it spews so you got hot lava being launched hundreds of feet into the air and landing everywhere in what I like to call the jungle, I don't call it rainforest. I call it what it is. Jungle. Okay. Have we ever had uncontrolled fires? Now there, there are fires, there are fires, but they're easily controlled. So how is it these two or three fires suddenly sprouted up and became uncontrollable? How is it that, the entire island or half the island actually is on fire mm. and uncontrolled. Yeah. How is that possible? It's never happened before. And the alarms, didn't work. Some, Yeah, the sirens. Yeah. Amazing. Nothing. Okay. And, and, and surprise. Well, it's not surprising to me or to you, Rudy. I mean, you got people before, before they've even extinguished the, 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 uh, the fires are coming in and saying, Hey, I'll give you, I'll give you 30 cents on the dollar for your place.
0: Yeah. The Hawaii governor okay. issues uh, warnings from Newsweek. Uh, in Newsweek, warning uh, people buying uh, Maui wildfire victim land warns people the governor doesn't want developers snapping up burned houses. Why governor doesn't want developers buying burned Lahaina? Um, and then uh, the fire scars Maui, but land grabs pose a new threat to the healing. And of course, Maui residents. This is from CBS. With wildfire-damaged homes are being targeted by real estate scams, so um, it's going to be it's going to be a tough slog. I don't think the governor. I think the governor is just um, sending signals. I think it's going to be the exact opposite. I don't think it's going to uh, be. I don't think it's going to be necessarily resort developers as much as it's going to be the rich preppers that are going to come in. But who knows?
1: Well, how many of them are going to be her friends? <laughs> Because let me tell you something. She's already got her, her place picked out. I guarantee it. Okay. So I, I think this is nothing more than, um, somebody trying to throw their voice and, and say, you know, not me. I'm not, I'm not part of this. I'm going to do everything I can with the powers invested in me, vested in me to see to it that all these rich people don't take advantage of the poor. Right. And these are not just, these are not necessarily poor people. Yeah. These are, are hardworking native Hawaiians. Mm-hmm. These are, 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 are Samoans. These are people who go back to, um, God damn. Tahitian. My, my mind. I think they're, right. yeah, they're
0: Tahitian. So, and I was going to say, it's the last
1: Hawaiian queen that was overthrown by the United States government. Okay. These people literally are one with the land. So the question is, okay, Uncle Joe. So what are you going to do to make them whole, so right. that they don't have to give up right. what is rightfully theirs?
0: I think they want to get okay. them out of there because it was there was some yes. reports that the developers were offering them fifty, ten million dollars, fifty million dollars for their lands, their businesses, and the Native Hawaiians were like, "We don't want your money."
1: So, <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. That's my point because to 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 Native people, money is not the most important thing in their life. Family is.
0: I know. I, I bet you that, <laughs> I don't want to say it, Maisie Hirono is probably going to set up a, <laughs> she's going <laughs> to find her uh, her hideaway there in Maui now that, the, because she is Hawaiian, so they'll probably let her do it. And uh, I just, I have no fondness for, for Maisie Hirono at all. So,
1: well, yeah. One one thing for sure, she won't smell like smoke when it's all done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, she sucks so bad. I just hate her. And I'm not a hater, but I just, I, there's some, there's certain politicians and she's one of them that I just, I can't listen to. I can't stand them.
1: Well, her and, and Maxine Waters, I mean, yeah. how they've tried to incite violence and they got away with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're just, you they're, know, they're, I'm not a hater. They're, I, I don't like them because they're haters uh, haters probably mostly of Donald Trump. A- and they're going to weigh in on this next story from CNN. Conservatives are already sounding alarms over a prospect of short-term spending bill. And here comes the in- inflation that is actually forecast for next year, higher inflation next year, mainly because of the... <laughs> what was termed the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which was actually an infrastructure (laughs) bill uh, that was full of spending, but now a handful of conservatives in the House are already raising alarms about the length of a short-term budget fix after House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said Monday night that the Republicans would need to pass a measure extending current spending levels in order to have more time to negotiate spending bills and avert a government short shutdown. Uh, so, but Chip Roy, Texas Republican, a member of the Powerful House Rules Committee, said he would under no circumstances support continuing resolution, which I think we're already under. So uh, We've been under. Yeah. We have
1: been under. You know, you know, Rudy, we're coming to the end of our fiscal year, and we never passed the budget. You mm-hmm. know, the last time this happened successively, year after year, was under Obama. Yep. And, and, you know, I, I can't foist a lot of blame onto the Republicans in the House because they are only one House. And you have um, a president who is hell bent on driving our country even further into poverty. Yeah. And that's, and that's where we're at. I mean, we're getting to the point now where our interest being paid is approaching our GMP. Forget, forget <laughs> what the debt is. Yeah. Okay. Just the, and, and most people don't understand the significance of this. Right. And this goes back to what you and I have talked about, I think as recently as last week, the United States dollar is the coin of the realm. Yeah. When it ceases being the coin of the realm for the rest of the world, and we are spending ourselves into oblivion, What do you think that's going to do to our country? We when when people no longer want the American dollar, when 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 Bahamians no longer open up when you walk into one of their straw markets and you and they open up their billfold and instead of American dollars, there may be Euros or there may be Chinese wands or whatever else. They don't want your dollars. They want you to go find something else because they won't take your dollar. That's what's coming. And when that happens in straw markets, that's going to happen in commodities markets. And that's why I told your audience, everything in the world that we have come to know is about to change because the Democrats and this. Feeble old man and his miscreants up there at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue are deliberately driving us further and further into the poorhouse. Yeah. We're not going to be able to pay off the debt. We are going to become the next Weimar Republic. It may not be this year as I predicted it would be. It would be before Christmas. It may not come this year. Yeah. But then again, it may yeah. because of look what's, what's what's happening right now. Yeah. Continuing resolution after continuing resolution. Yeah so that they can spend more money that we don't have.
0: Yeah, to base the currency.
1: Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. So so, so, three cheers for Rob for sticking to his gun.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's you know, I like the conservatives that uh, that are in there now, and, and there are a lot of fighters. We need fighters like Trump. We need fighters like Jim Jordan and and the rest, and even mm-hmm. some of the younger guys, um, like the Missouri uh, Josh Hawley, and um and others um so uh, uh cotton tom cotton is tom so,
1: another one that's right
0: right so but i want to you know that was pretty depressing so i want to focus on um one of republicans One of the Republicans' victories uh, that you wanted to bring up, uh, this is from AP, Ohio's $86 billion state budget clears legislature, heads for governor. He did sign the bill at the beginning of July of this year um, that would include $3 billion in tax cuts and uh, billions of dollars uh, for school vouchers. Um, but despite the Republicans having a supermajority in both chambers, the House and Senate versions had nearly 900 differences between them, uh, particularly on how to fund education, public assistance, et cetera. I don't even know why uh, there should be differences. The The Republicans should be really one platform, and it should be negotiated on how best to forward that platform. Um, $86 billion is a lot of money for Ohio to spend, Um but they are giving it back some, at least some back to the taxpayer in cuts, and particularly school vouchers, which I think is a great uh, victory.
1: It's the school vouchers on 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 its own is it is huge. It's it's life changing yeah. because now, regardless of whether or not you earn low to mid six figures a year before a family of four, or you're impoverished, you have the equal opportunity to educate your children wherever you want, wherever you want. You can homeschool if you want. You could send them to private parochial school. You could send them to a strict religious school, or you can give them back to the government schools that, for the most part fail. So this is empowering people. And that's what is so beautiful about that because yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a large amount. It's 2 billion uh, for the universal voucher program. And um, it is on a a sliding scale, a sliding scale that includes scholarships for Ohio uh, children, impoverished children Mm -hmm. to attend private school, which is, Mm -hmm. um, you know, which is good. Uh, The scholarships, though, uh, they say uh, decrease as income increases. Um, And it is, there is a lot in here for, um, you know, social programs, which I don't necessarily agree with. But uh, you have to give it to the uh, the Ohio Republicans for at least pushing through some reasonable legislation that pushes, well, phases in a universal um, voucher program which I think every mm-hmm. state should have. You should determine where your, uh, you know, where your tax dollars go, especially if you have children. I mean, your tax dollars are going to go into the voucher program, but if you have children, you can maybe decide to homeschool them and get that money yourself or send them to private school.
1: Right, and, and what else does it do? We haven't touched on this yet. Yeah. It's going to force the government schools to do better. Because now instead of being a monopoly, now they are part of a market, a market of education. And they are, they can no longer say, well, it's not my fault. Your kid can't read. You know, I'm, I'm just a teacher teaching 32, 35 kids. I'm only one teacher. I can, well, guess what? Now you're going to have smaller classrooms. Now you're going to be held accountable because if you don't do a better job, your excuses are not going to work any longer because people now have options. Yeah. This is a beautiful thing,
0: yeah. and that's the what that's this country the, is about. Well, and it's the great thing about capitalism. With choice comes increased competition. So exactly. So that's the great thing about you know school choice is that, um, like you just mentioned, that if people are going, you're going to start sucking students out into uh, private education, the public schools will have to do better. And with smaller numbers, perhaps they will be. But I think everybody should uh, have a, a, a choice on how to school their kids. And That's also going to put the onus on public education to stop indoctrinating kids with, with far-out theories Right, because a Uh, lot of um, a lot more people are homeschooling now. They'll take the money. They'll take their money back and homeschool.
1: You know, or send them to
0: private schools that don't. You know, don't talk about sixteen, nineteen, or climate change, or drag story hour,
1: or whatever. Right, because I now have the power in my hands as a parent of a school age child to take that voucher and save to the principal, or say to the superintendent who is who is putting three fingers in the air when I'm trying to speak and look at me with those three fingers waving in the air and say, read between the lines. Yeah. He can't do that to me anymore because now I have the power along with the authority of taking my child and taking them, that boy or girl or, or group of children, to any school I want. Or for that matter, how about this? How about creating a school? Right. I can do that, too. Yeah. So, Magnets. Yep. Right. So no longer can the school board, who, and in many cases throughout the country, school board members, you know, it's supposed to be a, 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 an open and fair election but you look at who is funding certain candidates and why those candidates are getting elected, it is it it, right. It is, it is the teacher's unions. Correct. Who are funding certain candidates that will see to it that your child is subjected to their way of thinking and what they want to teach. And that's how crap, like 1619 bullshit project get into the schools and poison the minds of children, not to mention what else is going on in the schools. Okay. So, you know, if I don't want my child who is five, seven, nine years old to be exposed to human sexuality, which is happening in government schools everywhere, yeah. okay, I can take them to a school that won't do that.
0: Yeah. Or I can you. homeschool. Right. And they shouldn't. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you want that to be taught to your children, maybe you should homeschool. And then you can teach them all the perverse crap you want, but in a, right. in a general school community where your tax taxpayer, uh, the taxpayer is funding it, you shouldn't have to. Yeah, shouldn't have to get special interest education, whether it's homosexuality or right. specific racist, you know, ideology that you might believe in or not right. believe in. If, if right. If I'm going to teach, I'm not going to teach, I don't want my public schools teaching conspiracy theory to my kids. I can teach them that at home. And to be honest with you, Perry, I I learned most of the stuff that I know at home. My dad said, there's the encyclopedia. And yes, people, they were printed encyclopedias. Yes, they were books called encyclopedias. (laughs) You want to know where a country is or where something is? There your atlases. here. And he kept every National Geographic that he had a subscription for 30 years or mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. There are
0: National Geographics. There's your mom's New York Times or, or whatever. You know, we got all sorts. There's your, your uh, time, life, world, atlas. Anything you want to know is in these books. That's um, right. That's so, right. So you could, you know, you could be a homeschooler and teach your kid facts. And then if you want to teach your kid about homosexuality or conspiracy theory, maybe you could do that uh but public schools should you know the 4 Rs and maybe computer coding
1: i don't know <laughs> well well but but that's exactly where i wanted to end the po- the point of this com- of this part of the conversation was what you just said i can teach my child everything they need to know to be a functioning human being and right. be productive and that and that and that's what's so beautiful about, you know, starting with COVID three years ago. when And this is what has really screwed the pooch for the indoctrinators around our country. Up until COVID, parents had no clue what was being shoved down the throats of their children. And now, after three years of seeing it, yeah. that's what's, what's taking place right now in places like Fairfax, Virginia, where people are saying, no more, we're done with you. Yeah. There's going to be a new sheriff in town right. because they've seen that there is no longer an emphasis, like you and I say, the four R's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now everything is about what you're feeling and what, you, what the child sitting next to you is feeling like, and you don't have the right to call them he, her, you can only call them them or they. Right. Well, no, 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 no.
0: That's compelled. You're not going to do that to my child. Yeah.
1: That's compelled right. speech. So that's the beautiful thing about
0: all this. Yeah, it, you know, it's just people. You know, it's it's all the time it happens to me. You you get you get a little lackadaisical. You get complacent, and then the next thing you know, you're like, "What the fuck is going on? Do I have to come down there?" And that's the way parents right. are. They're like, they just assume that the the kids were learning what they need to learn, and not right. well, any special interest kind of indoctrination right. and now the parents are like do i have to come down there do i have to literally look through every friggin school book my kid brings home do i and, have- and the
1: answer is and the and Rudy the answer is yeah. damn straight you do yeah you do damn straight you do and i'll tell you why because, you know, they, they call us the book burners. We're not the book burners. They are. You know, right. you know what kids are being given today? Right. Today, right. they're no longer being given textbooks because they're too expensive. Right. Today, they're give, being given tablets, and the book is on the tablet. Yep. And you know the beautiful thing about books now being on tablets? Right. The people who control the agenda, meaning the far left, can change the facts anytime they want. Yep. Because there is no book you can pull off a shelf and say, wait a minute. Yeah, that's not a right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, that that's what's been going on in the last 10 years that people don't know. So this is why everything that's taking place right now, specifically, but not limited to Ohio, uh, is so important because you're not going to have um, administrators like this guy that was caught surreptitiously. Um, he was, I think, the second in, in command for this specific uh, Board of Education he was the assistant superintendent answered directly to the soup and and was caught on tape saying yeah but you know what they're not going to catch us they don't know yeah and if they find out we'll just call it something different yeah. but we're still going to teach it
0: oh yeah yeah <laughs>
1: okay criminal so, right right he needs to be put in jail
0: yeah that's and like that's the Dis- so- it's like the disney person saying yeah i was putting homosexuality in wherever i could because no nobody yeah. knew. Because a lot of it was subliminal or background characters or whatever.
1: Right, right. Just look no farther than the Barbie movie, or hell, you don't even have to go to the Barbie movie. Look with look what Ken, Kathleen Kennedy, who's running Disney Studios, has done to Star Wars, yeah, oh my and gosh. to
0: Marvel Comics. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, she they, has destroyed it. Well, some of those superheroes are wearing tights, so.
1: <laughs>
0: before we close out I want to I can't we can't close out without talking about Hunter Biden uh, Fo- <laughs> f- because they can't be let alone with this crap we just got to keep dogging them but Fox News was reporting from last week that not um, you know Hunter Biden had a few business partners and one of his business partners Eric uh, uh, Schwerin uh had a role in Hunter Biden's Chinese business deals, and he could be the missing key in the GOP investigations. Um, And this is uh, obviously, like I said, a Fox News article. Uh, Sherwin introduced Hunter Biden to CEFC China Energy, which is the Communist Party, because the communists own uh, a controlling share, more than half of every company, and chinese intelligence is baked into all the major corporations there and, and right. to be honest with people you know western corporations have intelligence bureaus also so not to say that in, in the intelligence fellows aren't, yes,
1: aren't yes, around in
0: private business and you know with uh, InfraGuard dealing with the cia and all that stuff um but th- the communists are way
1: more serious well well because the communists of the Chinese People's Party is simply ready to take over the world. Yeah. And, so, you know, that's what this is about. It's about domination of the, of the globe. And so the difference between the type of intelligence they gather and the intelligence that Western based corporations gather, the, you know companies like hoover vacuum yeah. or, it's
0: it's industrial um, espionage they're not looking to take over countries well that could be debated
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Skynet yeah. isn't here yet, but it's on its way yeah. but 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 in 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 all reality, the difference between party A and party B meaning western uh thinking. Uh, corporations and, and Chinese based corporations is that one is trying to dominate their competition. The other one's trying to dominate the world. Yeah. And that's what, uh, that's why the Republicans were, were effective at getting uncle Joe to demand that these Chinese communications towers that were being erected all around our country for the purposes of being able to gather information from our, our bases around the country. Uh, be taken down, and okay. and they are, well, we at least hope they are. We haven't heard a story on it since, but supposedly they are they are no more. Yeah. And, um, you know, you have Chinese corporations that are buying up land still to this day all over the country. Yep. In the state of Florida, it's not going to be so easy for them to do it anymore, thanks to Rami, but that's only one state. Yeah. And, and they're we even, only have... Yeah, there are yeah. even
0: residents all over the country who are lobbying their representatives, their state and local representatives to stop Chinese from buying up uh, land. Uh, I just covered a story today that uh, the Chinese government owns about $3 billion worth of land around the country and but owns more acreage than Bill Gates does.
1: Yeah, so what does that tell you? Yeah. You know, I mean, we all know the nefarious actions that that Bill Gates is is uh, in, in under right now what he's trying to do so imagine they own more than he does yeah. it, it, it isn't because they want to be good neighbors okay so um I I am glad that this is being brought out in the open you know sunlight is the greatest disinfectant but we have a long way to go with this
0: yeah do you think uh, uh, uh Schwerin, excuse me, should be subpoenaed by the oversight committee? He was. Um, a, he was a founding partner uh, for Rosemont Seneca.
1: I my my view is, any information we can glean from his testimony will be wisely used. But it's like I said to you two weeks ago where is it going to end up when you have a corrupt DOJ? Yeah, no way. So all the information we're gathering, we need to gather. And on January 20th, 2025, that's when the ax is going to fall because it's going to happen that past. Yeah. God willing,
0: yeah.
1: God willing. But right now, I, you know, I don't want any of your listeners to think this is going to change anything because it's not, it's not. You have, you have, uh, the pseudo Jew that's running the DOJ. He's taking his marching orders from Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe is into it beyond his scalp. It's not even up to his eyeballs. It's beyond his scalp. He's in it so deep. So nothing is going to happen to any member of this family or any of their friends or business partners who were engaging in um, I don't want to—I don't want to say illegal, but certainly nefarious activities. Yeah. Nothing is going to happen for the next 18 months, but it's important to gather information.
0: Yeah, and to let because, the, uh, the, let the public know for sure.
1: Well, the public's being informed, but how much of it are they actually being exposed to? Yeah. You know, you and I have had this conversation before, Rudy. You know, the New York Times runs it uh, on the last three pages of the back section of of, of the daily um, paper. And, you know, you have all the alphabet channels have their own cable news networks today. And so they run it at three o'clock in the morning as an, oh, by the way, story. And that that way they say, okay we've reported on it. Meanwhile, they talk about how Trump has now been indicted and indicted, and indicted, and indicted. And oh, by the way, he's going to be indicted, and indicted. So this is the tactics that they use, and it's going to be up to guys like you and gals who think like you to see to it that people who want to hear the whole story have the opportunity to listen to shows like yours and and to read um, um, electronic tablet news organizations like I do from around the world I get news as far to the east as as the Middle East, not only from Israel but from Egypt and um, as far to the west as Russia and so I don't I can't tell you the last time I watched Fox News or PMSNB I, I admitted yeah so I couldn't take it anymore. I would watch every now and then I'd watch PMS NBC. I yeah. felt it was my civic duty. I can't tell you the last time I watched television news. Yeah. Yeah.
0: As long as you read enough from a lot right. of disparate sources, then you can start to put together the truth that watching Correct. TV, you're never going to learn anything from TV. Maybe the history no. channel, maybe, maybe, but you're not going to learn stuff from TV, and you're not going to learn the truth, certainly, unless you read.
1: Well, how, much, how good is the History Channel if they're going to have guys like Douglas Brinkley ah. doing...
0: <laughs> I sucks so <laughs> bad. He sucks. <laughs> oh, my God, he's the worst historian ever. And just to hear him talk about Trump makes my skin crawl. It's just so weird and creepy. So oh, you although go. I did like his dad was a good news guy, but uh, he is the worst historian. All the historians now, it's like, every time you listen to these people, it's like, what's the other guy's name? Oh, fuck, he's always on MSNBC. That's ah, not important. Not important. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it later. Uh, we're at 40 minutes now, uh, so I think I'm going to close it out. Do you have any uh, parting words?
1: Uh no, I think we've covered everything I I hope we could get in today and um I, as always I thank you for giving me the opportunity to to have my voice heard both both literally as well as figuratively speaking. <laughs> yeah. And uh you know thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: No worries. We got to get you on the daily show uh, on my daily podcast uh just for a quick stand in here and there if you don't mind but uh, we'll definitely talk to you next tuesday so thanks ma'am sounds
1: great man i'll be smoking my cigar in your honor tonight <laughs> oh,
0: shit i'm so jealous <laughs> i had mouth surgery last week and i haven't been able oh, to smoke no. so yeah i had a i had a tooth extraction and so i am just jonesing for a nice cigar
1: Well, shall I tell you what I'm going to be smoking? A nice smoky treat, Perdomo Champagne, Uh, tenth anniversary. Yeah, one of my favorites. (laughs) One
0: of my favorites for sure. I love the champagne, the Perdomo champagne. I am jealous. A nice smoky (laughs) treat in my honor. Indeed. All right, man. We'll we'll talk to you next week.
1: All right, Rudy. Take care. See you. Bye. Mm, Bye. Bye.
0: There goes. Perry. Episode 51, Tuesdays with Perry. Oh, I'm so jealous he is going to be smoking a nice cigar. I haven't uh, I haven't had a cigar in a couple two, two, three weeks. Wow. Anyway, I'm missing that. I have two more days of recovery, so they say, before I can partake of a smoky treat. So we'll see. So congratulations to all that all the Republicans and conservatives out there who are fighting the good fight in the legisla- in the state legislatures and just regularly. Harry uh, and I were talking earlier uh, j- just about grassroots, about campaigning and working for political campaigns and being political, literally political and going out and, and doing things that change people's minds and, and gets them to vote Republican. Uh, it's worth it. Go out with a sign or or go join the local chapter of your Republican Party and um, see what you can do for them if you want to help. Hopefully, they're supporting Donald Trump if you want to get Donald Trump elected. Or just whoever your candidate is. Because you you need to engage, educate, and then you can elect. All right, that's it for me. Tuesdays with Perry, episode 51. Peace out.